Hey, it's Terry Gorry, and this is the Irish Law and Small Business Podcast. Today I want to talk about a concept that I am very, very fond of, and that is the rule of law and the extension of that, the majesty of the law. Firstly, what am I talking about when I refer to the rule of law? The rule of law is a political philosophy that all citizens and institutions within a country or a state are accountable to the same laws, including lawmakers and leaders. So that's essentially what the rule of law is about. The rule of law, as far as I'm concerned, is the only thing that is preventing us as a society, as a people, as a group of persons, as a humanity, from descending into chaos. The rule of law is a buttress or a bulwark against chaos. In other words, if there's no rule of law, if we don't have to adhere to laws, then clearly it's a recipe for disaster in society. In society here in Enfield, in Mead, in Leinster, in Ireland. So we need laws and the rule of law is a vital principle or idea. Following on from that then is the majesty of the law. One would always hope if you're a subscriber or a supporter of the rule of law, if you are an adherent to the rule of law, then you're always looking for people, lawbreakers, wrongdoers to be brought to justice. And that's where the, there's a phrase there in one of Charles Dickens' novels called, uh, or the phrase is, the majesty of the law. People eventually, sooner or later, no matter how egregious their behaviour is, find themselves amenable to and answerable to the majesty of the law. I was reminded of this last week there when I saw a circuit court case. A gentleman was jailed by the circuit criminal court in Dublin. He was involved in an anti-lockdown protest in February 2021. I think it was in Grafton Street. I saw the footage online at the time because I saw him throwing a firework into a bunch of Gardaí. He was convicted of endangerment of Gardaí at the protest. You might have seen the, the footage, as I say, it was online, it was on Twitter and so on. The firework perforated the eardrum of a Garda and two other offences of kicking another Garda in the testicles and punching one in the face were taken into account in sentencing. The gentleman in question, Jake Merriman, he was jailed for 20 months and the judge noted that he was violent, aggressive and hostile on the day. However, Merriman was not hostile in court. He was contrite and sorry and apologetic and repentant. He was offering the excuse that it had been a moment of madness after a night's drinking and he accepted that he had been foolish. The judge told him that if he brought €5,000 to court for the injured Garda and if the injured Garda would accept it, well and good, that would be taken into account. The court was told that Merriman had actually brought €10,000 in court for the Garda as a token of his remorse. So this is, as far as I'm concerned, the majesty of the law in action. Meanwhile, we see in the United States, individuals, members of the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys and other far-right Donald Trump supporting groups pleading guilty to seditious conspiracy.
to overthrow the presidential election outcome and prevent the smooth transition of power from Trump to Joe Biden. Again, I see this as an example of the majesty of the law, of the rule of law being applied and people being accountable to it and people, when they come before the courts, change their tune significantly, wisely and advisedly, but change their tune. And so the oath keepers and the proud boys, the leaders, are pleading guilty to seditious conspiracy. It's always the same when these guys are full of piss and vinegar at the time. They're going to overthrow the state, they're going to ignore the law when they don't like it. But they all come to court and they recognise the majesty of the law and they plead guilty and abuse and abase themselves and appear contrite in an attempt to minimise the legal sanctions that are inevitable. No sooner had I seen that case then than I saw another case involving that whack job, Jones, the guy who was peddling the conspiracy theories, Alex Jones. He was peddling for years and made a lot of money peddling conspiracy theories in the United States online on his website or his show or whatever it was. He basically put forward the argument or the conspiracy, the false narrative, the lies that the Sandy Hook High School massacre, which saw the loss of innocent children and parents, teachers, he denied this publicly and he basically said that this was a setup by the deep state or some other nonsense. He was ordered last week after being sued by parents who were offended and upset and caused great stress and anxiety as a consequence of his peddling of lies and his uh, exploiting of the tragedy in the Sandy High School uh, or Sandy Hook High School. He was ordered last week pay nearly 1 billion euros to the parents of deceased children for the defamatory lies that he peddled and the hurt that he caused. The majesty of the law again, both sides of the Atlantic. And then this morning I saw in the newspaper where Gemma O'Doherty, who was convicted in the district court for some relatively minor offences, for example, refusing to give her name to the Garda, etc. There was some sort of a protest there last year. I think she was involved in hanging a banner from a bridge over the N11 or some place in some sort of a protest. She refused to uh, give her name to the Garda and I think she was prosecuted for that and obstructing justice, obstructing um, some public order offence. She was brought to court and she went to the district court and she was convicted uh, of these offences and she came outside then and there was footage online on Facebook and she was given flowers by her supporters and there was a sort of a Facebook live broadcast etc from outside the court and she was going to appeal this conviction or these convictions uh, to the circuit court and she did. She went ahead and appealed the convictions to the circuit court. But what happened then? Well, yesterday her solicitor in the circuit court indicated to the circuit court that she was withdrawing her appeal. So the rule of law, majesty of the law, call it what you like, hopefully uh, it will bring Donald Trump to book as well. But the bottom line is the only thing that's preventing chaos in society no matter what society you're in, is some form of law, some form of rules, because if you can just make up stuff as you go along, if you can choose what side of the road to drive on, if you can choose what 
speed you can travel at, if you can choose how to make or break contracts, if you can ignore international treaties, etc., like the UK, for example, in relation to the treaty with the EU. If you can do all of those things, then there's nothing protecting us from chaos except the rule of law. Hope you find this video useful or informative or stimulating. If you do, I'd appreciate if you gave it the thumbs up down below. Thanks a lot.